welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Well, praise God. It's incredible what's been said already, isn't it? The songs we've been singing. You know, if we believed our beliefs, we'd be some people. (laughs) But we've been singing about it's such a reality. It's such a reality. And, you know, God is good. And, you know, thank you again for the invite, Pastor Nick and Catherine, leadership, for just the honour of just bringing God's word as we go from 2024 um, into a new year. I want to speak to you this morning from Psalm 18, verses 46 to 50, but I'll be saying a few more scriptures than that. But as we just come together, open your heart and your ears to what God has got to say to you, because I believe the Spirit has given me a message, you know, to encourage the church and to strengthen it as you go on. You know, the Word of God, I always say this, the Word of God, it's not the Word of a man or some denomination. It's divine. It's powerful. It's quickening. It's hopeful. It directs. It corrects. It's a powerful book. It's not the book of men. It's the the book of God's heart. God's story. How the world began. From beginning to end. He's left us this incredible book. The, the, The fact that it's still in our hand in 2024 is nothing but a miracle of God preserving his word. It's still the best-selling book in the world. The Bible, that's incredible. That's amazing. And this morning I pray that the Holy Spirit would just take what the Lord has given me and make it real to your hearts. I'm just going to say one prayer and then we're going to read. Father, I need you, Holy Spirit. Come and do what only you can do. Exalt his name. Lift him up. Touch every heart, I pray. Strengthen every heart, Lord. Lift every discouragement. We come against every lie of the enemy and we pray today as we hear your word, Lord, that your spirit would take it and quicken us and strengthen us for the journey ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As you're in Psalm 18, 2024, the title of my sermon is Because He Lives. Because He Lives. We will soon leave this year and launch into another one. We will never, ever regain that time again. Not an inch of it, not a moment of it. It will go into eternity, never to regain it. How strange, never be able to go back and get a minute from what we're about to leave tonight as we go into the new year. It will be gone, never to regain a moment of it. We are living in the best and the worst of times in our countries. We're living in good times and bad times. Our world is not at rest. People are not at rest. There's a restlessness. There's a sense of sometimes hopelessness. There's a a sense of who am I, why am I, and where am I? And for most of us here who are born again, we have a, a level of hope, but so many people actually don't. 
Our world is not at rest. Thousands of hearts are troubled, wounded and lost. Satan still moves to kill, steal and destroy. He doesn't take Christmas off. He doesn't take a day off. Nothing changes in, 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 in the sense of just a day as we, as we move in. As we move into the new year, you might be coming out of a battle or you might be going into one. You might be entering into it, saying it might be a new year, but it's the same old battle, the same old fight, the same old struggles. You might be saying that. Others will be coming out of battles and entering into a time of joy and maybe peace on every side. Last year may have been full of joy or testing or trials or troubles. Last year, some who are sitting here, loved ones are here no more. And there's that sense of grief. They are gone home now to be with the Lord, but you can still feel the grief of that and the loneliness of that. Maybe finance and friends have forsaken you as you enter in to a new year. Yet the Christian believer, the people who believe in God, have a different perspective. We don't see the way the world sees. We have a, a different perspective. We have a different way of seeing situations and seeing circumstances. We don't look with a natural eye and we don't live according to circumstances and the changes in weather. We, our, our, our moods can't go up and down and in and out. There's a, a stability about the man or, or woman who truly believes and trusts God. It doesn't mean you won't cry. It doesn't mean that things won't be shaken. But we see different. We think different. Our desires are different. Our motives are different. There's a power in us that comes from on high. There's a hope that can never fade. There's a power that never diminishes in any generation. And I thank God for that hope that is in us all today who know the Lord. The believer does not live to the pattern of this world or does he live for it? The Christian is different. But mark this, this year, coming out of it and going in, faith will always be tried. Faith will always be tested. The fight never ends until you take your last breath. But Psalm 18, and verse 46 to 50 says this, The Lord lives, blessed be my rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God that avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemies. Thou lifted my head above those that rise against me. Thou hast delivered me from violent men. Therefore I will give thanks unto the Lord among the heathen and sing praises unto his name. Great deliverance gives to the, him to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and to his seed forevermore. David wrote this psalm and it's a psalm of victory. It's a, a song of victory, how God delivered David from the hand of Saul and all of his enemies. David was surrounded by enemies. He was hard-pressed on every side. And, he, and he's saying, the Lord lives. He's, he's not taking credit 
for where he is. He's not taking credit for the victory. He's not taking credit, like, look what I've done to my enemies. He said, the Lord lives. The reason I'm still standing is because somebody stronger and bigger and mightier than me was bigger than my mountain, bigger than my enemies. And with God, all things are possible. God has preserved me. God has saved me. God has delivered me. I had no strength of my own. I never had enough wisdom. I never had enough strength. God has been the strength of my life and I give God the glory. I am what I am by the grace of God and no more. In fact, I'm weak. I'm weaker than you think. I'm poor in spirit and I'm empty more than you could even imagine. But God has been the strength of my life. This day on 2024, can you say, God has been my strength. It is God who has been my rock. It's God who has been my defense. David was surrounded by his enemies. It's a psalm of gratitude and thanksgiving. Not for what he achieved, but for what God has done. He was saying that God is my strength. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my salvation. He's my strong tower. And in 2024, this, this is David declaring what God has done. And we, we need to declare some stuff as we go into 2024. How we speak. What you say to yourself is so important. You're not meant to listen to yourself. You're meant to speak to yourself. What you say. What you declare. I'm not talking about some triumphant, everything's going to be okay, we're more than conquerors, and it's nothing but scriptures on a fridge magnet. I'm talking about the reality of an intercession, a power and a prayer, and a declaration in the Spirit that my God lives. Hallelujah. Not some religious system, some songs, and it touches our emotion, but something deep when I'm in troubled waters, when I look to the future, there's a hope because he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. If that's not true, we'd be as well closing the doors and just going to live a different life. But it is true. What he done for David, he can do for us. Hallelujah. Does anybody have a testimony this morning? He's my rock. He's my salvatrice. He's my fortress. God is able, hallelujah. What a saviour. Listen to what David said. The Lord lives. He's declaring something. He says, I trust him. I depend on him. In fact, in, in verse 4, you don't need to turn to it, but David talks about his sorrows. I'm distressed. I'm full of fears. The floods of ungodliness are coming over me. Verse 6, he says, in my trouble, I called on the Lord. He, I cried to him and he heard me. And in Psalm 18:46, then David says this, out of all those troubled waters, out of all those things that came to him, the Lord lives. We follow and serve the living God. Listen to what it says in Revelations, verse 1 and verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The Lord lives. Trials and tests. Fearful believer. Troubled believer. When the enemy comes in like an onslaught. 
This year is the end of this year. No matter how the year's been or the one you're going into. When the enemy it comes in, like an onslaught, there needs to be a declaration in us. You might be perplexed. You might not have even the answer. But there's a declaration. As I was preparing this message at the end of the year, there was a little bit of a burden, but there was a joy as well. When God put this word in my heart, the Lord lives. There's a declaration that we need to declare as we come out of this year into the next year. We have to declare to the mountains and to our enemies. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, I might not know what to pray. I might not know the way through. I might not know. I might be perplexed. There'll be times of joy and there'll be times when I'm in the valley. But this one thing I do know, this one thing I will sing, this one thing I will declare, coming out of 24 and into 25, the Lord lives. Declare that to your mountain. Declare that to the principalities and powers and the fears and the anxieties. Lift up your voice through the power of God's Spirit and say, I know this, the Lord lives. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uncertainty. Uncertainty in our nations and in our families. It's real. Uncertainty within ourselves. Let the Spirit come up within you this morning and say, the Lord lives. The enemy comes in like a flood, grieved and lost, concerned about the future, concerned about family, marriages, finance, live, work, just life. I'm not even talking about the enemy, even Satan himself, but life itself. And you can stand in the midst of it with great hope going into the future and say the Lord lives. A declaration. It's a statement. It gives us eternal hope. Every situation for all of our, you know, we trust God with our past, but can you trust him with all your tomorrows? Can you look ahead and say, I don't know what the future is, but I know this, the Lord lives. That's a great comfort to me. Situations, boldness to go into the future with that declaration. I really feel this is a word for me, but I, 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 maybe it's even a prophetic word that's going to come out in a minute as we go into this. For this church, the, the declaration from every man and woman in the church of Cork is this, the Lord lives. For every mountain it faces us, for every trouble ahead, the Lord lives. I need to declare that in the best of times, in the worst of times. It's easy to declare it <laughs> on the mountaintop. Or when the prayer gets answered. That's great. And so we should. There's times of celebration. We get the balance. Listen to what Job said. In the book of Job. In fact, I'll just paraphrase it to you. In Job 19. Job says this. I know that my Redeemer lives. I'll read that. Job 19.25 For I know that my Redeemer lives and that he shall stand at the later day upon the earth. 
and through after my skin and worms destroy my body, yet in my flesh I will see him. I know my Redeemer lives. This man has lost everything. You talk about a situation. He's, he's, he's not asking why. He's not trying to fix it. He's not trying to work it out. He knows he can't. He knows it's, it's an impossible situation that he's in. But he gets himself together. He's not on the mountaintop when he says that. He's still in the valley. He's still going through it. He's lost his family. He's lost his children. He's sitting in grief. He's sitting in pain. He's sitting in sickness. But there's something inside him that's not of this world. It's a declaration of faith in the midst of your pain. It's not just a triumphant shout and it's empty. If you can hear me this morning, I believe God wants to put a shout in some of you. You've not got a prayer. You've not got a long prayer. You don't even know what to pray. But God is saying by His Spirit, let me put something in you, a shout that will bring you such hope, such victory, such peace. I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. I know he lives. He's declaring the Lord lives. He's not got it all easy. God gives, God takes away. I came with nothing. I came in with nothing. I go out with nothing. I know my Redeemer lives. What a joy for the Christian. What a joy for today. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not asking everybody to jump. I'm not trying to stir anything up. I, it can only be the Spirit. I don't want entertained. I don't want hyped. I want quickened by God's Holy Spirit when I'm in the valley. I want to be able to praise Him. I don't want the devil muzzling my mouth and stopping me praising Him and giving Him thanks because God has been good. Can you say amen? I know my Redeemer lives. The Lord lives. Hallelujah. The Lord lives. The church of the living God. To myself, I need to say it. The Lord lives. Let's declare it. 24, going into 25. Let's declare it to the city of Cork. Let's declare it to the city of Glasgow. Let's declare it to our cities and our villages. Let's declare it to the nations. God, put a cry in me. Put a prayer in me. The Lord lives. If you're working in schools and colleges, let them see your light shining this year. Let them see what God has done in your life. Let them see the testimony of God. Let them see, yes, I'm grieving, but I've got hope the Lord lives. Yes, I have a prodigal daughter, I have a prodigal son, but the Lord lives. Yes, I'm sick, but the Lord lives. Yes, I'm hard pressed on every side, but the Lord lives. My Redeemer lives, therefore I have hope. I hear Christians say, you know, and well, you might die. This year, next year I might not be here. That's a reality. But apparently, because we live different, because we have a different perspective, to die is gain. I mean, does it get any better than this? That's a bad thing to happen, isn't it? Dying. And God has made it. Something inside us, when you're on your deathbed, people singing hymns, Saying goodbye to the family. 
It's just contrary to the world. Yes, we'll cry over them, but you'll see them again. Why? Because the Lord lives. And I want to tell you, if they die in the Lord, they're still alive today. Hallelujah. They're just in a different room. God lives. Hallelujah. When I die, it's only going to be my body, but I will be alive. I will be more alive. Hallelujah. Can you say this morning to your mountain, to your troubles, in the depth of your being, as we go into this new year and celebrate, the Lord lives. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We declare it by faith. To the lost of your own city here, as we go into new year, there's people out there, I need to say that, I'm not trying to make us feel miserable. I'm not trying to get us to celebrate. But beyond these walls, we need to say to the broken, to the drug addict, to the alcoholic, I just walked court the other day, the amount of homeless people in doorways and outside the gambling offices all standing stressed on their face. Uh, you know, I want to have something rose up within me. And I thought we need to get a voice here that says the Lord lives. Because he lives. Because he lives, I can leave my past behind. What a baggage the past can be. Guilt, regret and shame and nowhere to take it but drinking drugs and fame and jobs and money and comfort and you end up more emptier. But because he lives, I can leave my past behind because he's a God of forgiveness. He's a God of grace. I've made some mistakes this year. Said things I wish I'd never said. But God has been gracious. Thank God that God lives and that my past doesn't determine my future. Thank God the failures of yesterday, I don't need to take them into 2025, 24, <laughs> and 25, and 26, and 27, and 28, until death do us part. Remember in the Old Testament, when a man sinned, do you know what sin is? Adultery and stealing and robbing and lying and it put us in bondage. And in the Old Testament, a man would take a lamb and he'd take it to the priest and the priest would get the lamb, an innocent lamb, and he would search it with his eye. No blemishes. It needs to be pure. He'd take it and he'd kill it and he'd throw it on an altar and the man would walk away. My past and your past. Because he lives, we can leave it behind. Let me ask you something. When the man handed the priest the lamb, who got examined? Who got examined? It certainly wasn't me. He took the lamb. He examined the lamb. And the sinner, the adulterer, the drug addict, the chief of sinners, the liar, the cheat. He walked away because the, the lamb got examined and there was no fault in him. Behold, the lamb of God, the living God, who took away the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I won't get examined when I stand before him. I'm not getting examined today. 
He took the punishment. He's been examined and he's been found worthy. And I get set free. Hallelujah. Because he lives. Hallelujah. So you can leave. Because the lamb has been examined. You can come under the blood and the forgiveness and the grace and the mercy of God. And if you're a prodigal here and you're backslidden in your heart and you say, well, God, take me back. Maybe you're a visitor here. You've not been in church for years and you say, oh, oh, you know, I've, I've been to church and I feel condemned. God says, I've, I've already examined my son. If you come to him, come to the living God, you'll find forgiveness. Because he lives, I can leave my past behind. I thank God for that. With all my heart, I carried so much guilt and so much shame. And I'm not putting condemn on anybody, but I'm telling you this. The lamb has paid the price and you can go in to your tomorrow. Absolutely, with a brand new start. And that is true. Because he lives, I can face the present day, today. Because he's my daily manna. He's my daily strength. He's my daily hope. Because he lives, I can face today. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. I feel a song coming on. <laughs> because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just. Because he lives. Because he lives, every promise is alive in him. Not some idol, some statue, some scratch card of hope. It leaves you empty. But the living God but the promises are yes and amen to all of you. The promises are your inheritance. Because he lives, his word will be fulfilled in your life. He who started a good work in you will finish it. He'll get you home. He'll preserve you. He'll forgive you. He'll love you. Oh, because he lives. Because he lives. You can make a difference in other people's lives. You can make a difference in your neighborhood, in your workplace, in your family. Because he lives, the blind will see, the hopeless will be healed, troubled will be peace. There's eternal hope. He lives and he comes to us. In 2024, with no guilt, no regret, no fear, 
We may be going into troubled waters. We may be going into opposition. 2024, I want to say this to you. The church has always went through it. Pharaoh is dead. But he lives. Herod is dead. But he lives. Those enemies that once were so powerful that tried to destroy, oppose, and fear, and intimidate, they're gone, but he lives. The enemies that are chasing you right now, one day will be drowned in the waters of forgetfulness, and you'll see them no more, because he lives. Things are unstable in our world, but he lives. The church will be victorious because he lives. Listen to what Deuteronomy 31.8 says. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. The Lord himself goes before you. He's went ahead of you. See, trust is a small word, but there's a massive challenge in it, isn't there? Boy, do I know that now. <laughs> trust can be difficult. But the Spirit, we're not on our own. The Lord goes before you. He'll be with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Don't be afraid or discouraged. Listen to those words. They're old words from an Old Testament, but they're as relevant today as they've ever been. Because he lives. I praise God for that eternal hope. Because he lives. We could say this, the Lord reigns. You could say the Lord saves. You could say the Lord provides. The Lord is mighty. The Lord the rescuer. The Lord who loves. The Lord is faithful. The Lord makes all things work together for good. Not all things are good, but God can make all things work together for good. Remember when Daniel was in a difficult place and the king said, he said, Daniel, servant of the what? The living God. Daniel was in a heathen nation. He was in the lion's den. And, and the king said, Daniel, servant of the living God. There was an acknowledgement. His kingdom will last forever. He declared it because he saw something in Daniel that was unfearful and unmovable. The walk with him is our life. It's, it's living with him and him being with us. It gives us the boldness to stand. Remember, remember Elijah? He said, the God in whom presence I've been standing in when he was talking to Ahab. He said, I've came out of the presence of the living God. And that's what's given me my boldness. That's what's given me my courage to stand and proclaim truth in a generation that's full of lies. You're going to need boldness to start preaching truth. 
We are going to need to move in the power of the living God if we're going to see a generation changed. We're going to need to declare to every lie, every falseness, every idol. Well, like Elijah did in his day, he stood up, he says, and he wasn't ashamed. He said, I've just been standing in the presence of the living God and I stand before the king. I have no fear of your laws. I have no fear of what you're doing. I will not shrink back. I'm here to declare to you that God lives. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I serve the living God. That's where you're going to get your boldness from, him, not from us. And you're going to need it. And lastly, I want to say this to you. The Lord lives. Where does he live? In you. Wow. Where does he live? The living God. In you. You are now the tabernacle of God. Paul says, I no longer, in Galatians, Paul the Apostle says, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. That very life, that very power, that very authority, that very hope, Think of the life of Christ. Think of every enemy he defeated. See David saying how he overcame all his enemies. But it's a prophetic hand. See David was going to be the seed of Christ. The seed and the life of Christ was going to come through his line. And there was going to be a king who was going to overcome all of our enemies. Who was going to be exalted. Who was going to be more powerful than every enemy that came against us. And that king, his name is Jesus Christ. He's the son of God. When he asked Peter, who do people say I am? He said, some say Elijah. I mean, that's a good thing to be associated, isn't it? Elijah is quite powerful. Some say, some say. He says, but who do you say I am? He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And that living Christ who is here on earth now lives in you by the power of his spirit. Am I... Oh, God, help us to go in to the new year by saying, I don't need to run here and I don't need to run to this conference and I don't need to go there. Thank God for all of it. But he lives in me. Where you are, there he is. You are the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. There's eternal hope. Well, I thought it was good. Paul said, it pleased God to reveal his son. Where? In me. In me. What Paul was saying is, I became aware of Christ in me. I became aware of a hope that no water or no dam and no devil can put out. I became aware of a power in me that the blind can see, it can raise the dead, and that Jesus Christ is alive and well. I was dead, but behold, I am alive forevermore. Hallelujah. And he lives in you. And he lives in me. Hallelujah. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ lives in me. You know, I got up this morning. I, I didn't feel any power this morning when I put my feet in the bed. Out of bed. But I was as holy as anybody could be. 
Before I prayed, before I did anything, I don't say, God, where are you? I hope you come and help me preach. I hope you come and get me. Oh God, please let this be a great word. Oh God, oh God, oh God. I put my feet on the floor and I had this assurance. He's in me. Not asking him to come in, he's in. It's not going to go away because I've had a bad day. Oh, how we treat God. Do you think the covenant is that weak? That when you have a bad day, he's going to leave you. You've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. He's not coming out. He's staying in. Hallelujah. He's staying in. Not because of good behavior. Not getting you a good report card. Let me see what you've done this year. He's like, I'm in. I'm stuck with you and you're stuck with me. And I'm going to put a voice in you and I'm going to put prayers and intercessions. And I'm going to put a cry in you. The Lord lives. I'm not trying to get stirred up my flesh. The Lord lives, the Lord lives. I don't have to. Let the Spirit quicken you today. Let the Holy Spirit come and reveal again a freshness. God, revive us again. Let us lose consciousness of ourselves and become aware of the presence and the power of God. See, we're dead self-conscious. I remember once when my son, you know, I think I've shared it, but I'll share it again. I remember once, I think he was about two or three, I don't know, Fiona was out. If you've had children, you'll know what I mean. I left him in the garden, and I thought, I'll run up the stairs for two minutes, it will be fine. Have I said that? And then you go up the stairs, and you hear a cry, you hear a scream. And you've already projected a future. You hear the scream, and you're convinced. There's a leg broke. There's an eye going to be out. Something's got, I'm going to go to the hospital, I'm going to be a bad father. This is going to cause, you're just... When I heard him crying, let me tell you what I never done. I listened to him cry, and then I went, well, before I come and get you, let me see what you've been like this week. And some of you are coming into the next year like that. I don't care what he's done. That's my son. And I'm his father, and I heard a cry, and I slid down the banister, and I kicked open the door and jumped over the cars and ran through a fence. And I grabbed him and hugged him. Don't go in with that kind of attitude to next year. Burn the report card. See, you're the living God. You're my father. I'm coming to you. We've forgotten how to be childlike. We've just got too clever. Sometimes, just an ache in the heart and saying, God, I know you're alive. I know that. And I have hope. We're nearly there. You are now God's tabernacle. My declaration and my cry in 2024, for me anyway, is that God is alive. You might say, I know that. We all know God's alive. Let's all clap. Let's all, yeah, God's alive. I meant, no, I'm talking, I'm, I, I felt something in my spirit this morning. 
I'm not even looking for any deep words anymore. I'm just looking for what the Spirit gives me. And I'm telling you, there's a de declaration that could come into your spirit that if you could say, God's alive. My God is the living God. And because he lives, we're going to be okay. It doesn't mean to say everything's going to be all right. I said everything's going to be okay. It doesn't mean to say it's not going to be tough, but there's going to be joy. There's going to be, there needs to be a shout of victory. There needs to be a joy in our lives. There needs to be a song in the night. There needs to be a faith that's blind to circumstances. It says the Lord, the Lord, the Lord gives. Blessed be his name. My declaration is like, Peter, you're the son of the living God. I will say with confidence and all humility to my circumstances, to my situations, to the opposition that's coming ahead, to all the needs that I need, my God lives. The Lord lives, and I'm going to declare it. Just one more thing to read to you. I need to get it off my phone because I wrote it here. Because he lives, you will also live, the Bible says. What life will you live going into the new year? Will it be a life of faith and of trust and a pilgrim walking through this world? Bending your will to God's will and saying, God, use me for your glory and for your purpose as I leave the year behind and go on. If there's trials and testings, give me the grace that I know that is in you to walk it out and bring glory and honour to your name. Because you live, I will also live. Let thy will be done in my life. With this faith, I will press on through every mountain, every sorrow and every devil. Thank you for the victory and the joy and the peace in the midst of it. You still walk through walls and say, my peace I give you. I was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore. Think about when Jesus said, I'm alive forevermore. Think about the authority in that statement. Think about the power in that statement. Think about the promise of that statement. I know he lives. I've seen his faithfulness. I was dead once, but now I'm alive. There are people here who were sick and now you're healed. Tell the mountain in front of you, the Lord lives. And lastly, David did not credit the victory to himself or be fearful about his future. He says in Psalm 46, the Lord lives. And that's the reason I'm standing. And as we go into the new year, the king goes before us. Trust God. Trust in him. Live for him. And bend your will to him. And if you're saying this morning... I'm a born-again Christian. I'm walking with God. Because he lives, he said you will also live. Now the life that he wants you to live is his life. Without the spirit, the body is dead. It's the life of Christ. As we go into it, the best thing we can do for the world is die to self and live to him. And we go into that, that very life will spill out Everywhere you go, it's going to spill out. It'll just be natural. Because he lives. So who's here this morning? Want to go into that new year with a declaration. There's a circumstance, there's a situation 
there's something, and you, I might be, you might be saying, man, is, is, is it going to be that hard? You know, is there any joy in us? Is there any victory? Yeah, there is. But there needs to be a shout when we're in the valley. There needs to be a faith that rises up within us as we go into the new year. Because he lives, all fear is gone. I know who holds the future. Look at the cloud of witnesses. Imagine them leaning over and they could speak into just this group here. Look, just God gathers. And Moses would look over and say, man, it was a journey. But he lives. And Joseph would lean over and go, <laughs> you know, I mean, imagine being his parents. And Joseph leaning out, I was 17. <laughs> he lives. And Elijah said, man, you think you're having a tough time? I lived, I lived, in, a sam- I lived in a famine, in a pot of oil that never ran dry. He lives. He'll provide. The widow whose daughter was dead, his, her daughter was dead, and she looks over the, Can- the Canaanite woman and says, I, my daughter was demon-possessed. I, I just want to tell you he lives. There's hope for your children. The church was hard-pressed on every side, but he said, I build my church. I'm a living God. So I want to leave you with that hope. I want you to say to your mountains this year and to the situations, I can't promise when you'll get out of them or what, but if you can stand and say the Lord lives, something's going to happen in your spirit. I'll tell you, something will happen in your spirit. I'd done it last night. I got into my room and I went, the God lives. Something started happening inside me. I've got a smile on my face. I've not got an easy life. You, you, that's amazing we don't know each other <laughs> I just declare things by faith sometimes and then I go home and cry <laughs> but I keep saying it yeah. he lives he lives let's stand Will you close your eyes for what, what, just one minute? I know we need to go, but I do need to ask. If that's okay, Pastor, we've got five minutes. It's simple, wasn't it? Simple, but deeply profound. That as you go into the new year, sometimes I don't even know what to pray, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm not quite sure here or there. But the one thing I'm going to do this year, I'm going to walk into this new year saying, the Lord lives. And all that that means, that statement, the Lord lives, I'm going to download it all into my spirit, all the promises, all he's got for me and my family. I'm going to declare it. Not as in some, you know, because there's a lot of faith stuff out there, right? It's empty. I'm talking about a real declaration. A declaration, my God lives. And that situation can change. And that person can get healed. And those blind eyes can open. And that addiction can be broken. If I don't believe that, but it's going to come out of a reality of God lives. Not at a distance within you. Who here needs to make that declaration going into the new year? So listen, don't wait tonight to leave your baggage. Why don't we leave some of our stuff here this morning so we can come back with a shout tonight? Amen. So I'm going to ask you, Stephen Sings, 
If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you say, I'm full of guilt, I'm full of regret, I need to say sorry to God, because I've not lived right. Would they think he could come and live in me? He, he would say, come, I'm the living God. Not an idol, not a statue, not a religion, but a person called Jesus Christ, who's alive forevermore. He's my Savior, and he's your Savior. Is there, is there couples here who need to get each other's hand and say, we're going to come to that altar or that side and we're going to say, the Lord lives. We don't know anything else, but we know the Lord lives. We're going to declare it as a step of faith and believe that God hears that cry. So close your eyes for a moment. If God has spoke to you this morning and you want to go into that new year with a declaration in your heart, Maybe through many trials and snares you have already come. Or there's a situation and you think, you know what? I need, I need to start to speak into this. I need to use a different language than the one I'm using. I want you to just, first of all, number one, I want you to lift your hand and say, I need the reality of that declaration. I need that. I need that. I want you to lift your hand right now and just say, God, I need that reality in my life. And the second thing I'm going to ask you to do is we sing this. And I hope this is okay. And if you need to go and get your children, I know you will need to feel, won't be embarrassed. Oh, listen, it's New Year. <laughs> I can't leave. I feel something in my spirit this morning for some people here. So if that's you, I want you to do something. I want you to come out your seat right now and start to walk here and just stand, you and God, and start to declare. Start to be bold right now. Start to leave your seat right now. If you lifted your hand, be the first one. Leave your seat and say, I, by faith, am going to be declaring this year that God... Come on, if you lifted your hand, come forward. Stand at this altar right now. Just come. 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 Get your wife, get your husband, get your children, and say, we're going to say this year. Come on, keep come right up. Come right up, because people are coming. Come on, come. Get your wife, get your children. Come on, keep coming up. Keep stepping forward. Take some more steps. You're declaring to your mountain. Come on, come. If you don't know Jesus, come. Is there anybody else from the back want to come? Anybody from the Yeah, come. Come. The Lord lives. Hallelujah. Things can change at this hour forever. I believe it. And we're going to sing this then pastor's going to come up but as you're standing there I'm not going to even come and pray with you but I just want you to declare it in your heart between you and God between you and the living God the Lord lives this situation can change the Lord lives that money can come the Lord lives that giant can fall the Lord lives thank you for tuning in with us today Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.